Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All black, all news, all you. It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All black, all news, all you. When the banks say no, money in a flash dot money says yes. Go to moneyinaflash.money today. Five-minute application, immediate answer. Visit moneyinaflash.money today. You're not paying attention. No, 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 no. Pay attention. Every adult in your family should have a current will. Who's going to take care of your children if something happens to you? Are you going to just let the courts decide their welfare? If you become ill, who's going to stand over your bed making decisions regarding your health care? If you pass away, who's going to handle your business? Visit www.howtogetawill.com to learn more. Handle your business now. None of this will be a worry for you tomorrow. Visit www.howtogetawill.com and handle your business. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network. All black, all news, all you. We're changing the way Chicago communicates with the world. CBBN Business Journals, weekdays at 11 a.m. CST. To listen now, visit Chicago's Black Business Radio Network.com. Sonia Cassandra Perdue, Executive Producer. Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Radio Network, all black, all news, all you. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, Executive Producer of Chicago's Black Business Radio Network and your host for this segment, which is our CBBN Business Journal segment, where we interview innovators, authors, and business owners from around the world. And we've been doing this since 2009, and we have over 400 podcasts, and we're still going strong. Our guest today will be Ms. Fallon Flowers. Ms. Flowers is a woman's health nurse practitioner and pre-nursing career coach here in Chicago. And for those of you considering a career in nursing, she has some exciting information to share with you today. Before we bring her on, let's share a few announcements with you. Small Business Saturday this year is on November 25th, and we celebrate that day all day long in Chicago. Chicago's Black Business Network will be hosting a business empowerment breakfast from 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m., at Bronzeville's Elite Event Spot, absolutely anything essential, which is located at 3521 South King Drive. Chef Robert Kelly is our culinary host, and Mr. Phyllis Fairweather, CEO of Entrepreneurs Academy, will be our guest speaker. For more information and tickets, go to foodfriendspurpose.com. That's foodfriendspurpose.com. Our theme is certainly fitting for the small business owner like you. 
Mr. Philip, Philip Fairweather will speak on 10 things you should know before starting a business. Therefore, we're going to break bread, we're going to connect, and we're going to have some good information for you that day. This day is full of activities from 8.30 in the morning all the way to the tree lighting ceremony. Visit AbsolutelyAnythingEssential.com to get a full schedule. That's AbsolutelyAnythingEssential.com. Kenya Renee is the proprietor. Just another word about Entrepreneurs Academy. EA services Chicago's most underserved communities by hosting classes in drone photography, 3D printing, and training programs for small business owners, including startups. Also, they offer one-on-one counseling at no cost for these communities. Visit entrepreneursacademy.net for a full schedule of their classes or to schedule an appointment. That's entrepreneursacademy.net. Just received an email from the SBA and, uh, you know, discussing small business charity, but it indicated two-thirds of new businesses that start in the United States are small businesses, okay? So we have a significant impact on employment and on the economy, and we should have a stronger voice, and we should, because we're a powerful force to be dealt with, okay? 1.3 million jobs in Illinois alone are from small business owners. So I just want you to keep that little thing in mind, okay? We're small, but we're giants as well, okay? This broadcast is designed to service African-American communities in Chicago and around the world. I'm Sonia Cassandra-Purdue, and you're listening to listening to CBBN Business Journal. To be a guest, give us a call, 773-609-2226. Our guest today is Ms. Fallon Flowers, the Black Pre-Nursing Coach. She is the founder and CEO of Nursing Inspired, LLC. You will find them at nursinginspired.com. Their phone number is 773-609-0649. Okay? Now, let's welcome Ms. Flowers to CBBM Business Journal. How are you doing, Ms. Flowers? I am fabulous. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm doing great, and it's great to have you with us. We've got a lot to cover. So, First things first, give us a brief rundown of your background before Nursing Inspired. Who is Ms. Flowers? Um, Ms. Flowers is a Southside girl born and raised on the South Side of Chicago. Um, All right. Um, a, a nature lover, dog lover, definite foodie, <laughs> um, animal <laughs> lover, um, a significant other, daughter, aunt of a nephew and niece, and um, and have and have loved being a South uh, Chicagoan and just Midwesterner my entire life. And um, one fact about me would be um, that I uh, that I speak. I, I I learned French in high school and in college as well. Um, so I'm partially bilingual. <laughs> 
Oh, okay, okay, that's okay. Uh, have you had opportunity to use that French? You been to France? Um, here and there, here and there. Um, had a, a brief visit to Haiti uh, many, many years ago, and occasionally when I have French-speaking oh. patients or Creole patients that come to the clinic, um, we do have some casual conversation. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, what high school did, did you go to? Um, I went to uh, Seton Academy, uh, which was formerly known as Elizabeth Seton. Um, it's now, unfortunately, closed, but um, that was located in uh, South Holland, Illinois. Okay, okay. Now, um, of course, you have a bachelor's. You have an MSN, your RN. But I could not get to what is WHNP hyphen BC. Can you tell me what that is? Yes, so that actually stands for Women's Health Nurse Practitioner Board Certified. Ah, it seemed like it would be to guess it, but I couldn't. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I highlighted that in pink. I said, now what is, now I'm saying, now what is that one? Okay, okay. Uh, I worked at a lot of industries, never medical, never medical really. Now, one thing that came to mind, um, in reviewing your website, you said something that really touched me very deeply, and uh, it said, get nursing school preparation for someone that looks like you and who's been where you're going. And I'm going to say this about that. My high school and college counselors both had deep-seated issues with skin color, so I have always, always felt that I never received the best academic services, and that affects us in many, many ways. And when I say never, I really mean never. So I was out there on my own. So when I saw you posting about nursing inspired, I immediately knew how important it was for someone who looks like me, who looks like us and cares about us to guide us down a path that can be a tough road to travel for many, many people to figure out your role uh, when you're 17, 18, 19, and 20, you're trying to navigate uh, this course here, it's not easy. And we're good at making poor decisions. Might make some good ones, but it Mm would have been an easier journey with the right counselor and input. So I just want to add that little bit because that was very that's something that's very important to me. And um, if you could tell us about you forming Nursing Inspired. Absolutely. So um, at the time, I was actually in school to obtain my Master's of Science in Nursing. And at my university, they had a summer program for high school students to be able to get the college experience by staying on campus for a week and to learn um, in a particular industry or, uh, you know, to learn about that particular industry. And so as I looked at the different categories, I saw that they had um, one that was related to science um, and healthcare but they didn't have any courses about nursing. And so from there, I submitted my proposal and I named my seminar Nursing Yesterday, Today, and Your Tomorrow. And I taught that class um, for, I taught that about 
six or seven times over uh, several years or summers. And during that time, I noticed that there were not a lot of black students. And so I started to uh, advertise the program a lot on my own just to make sure that black, more black students could see. But as it, things were kind of coming to an end divinely, um, they started instituting rules at our orientations to say instructors can't advertise on their own. You have to let the school advertise on our, on our own behalf. Um, we only um, advertise to international schools or schools we've had previous success with. And so there was no intentional effort to make sure to invite, you know, any of the private or public uh, predominantly black schools in Chicago to make sure that those students had that exposure. And so from that, um, that kind of, you know, built a fire in me, you know, so to speak, to make sure to go out on my own then to make sure that students were being uh, better prepared to become a nurse. I like that term you use, build the fire. I bet it did build a fire. Now, um, <laughs> you <laughs> was that like, uh, I don't know if I should say, was that Loyola? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it was. Now, um, you are doer, and uh, I can understand that. You saw the need. It was not being fulfilled. And that is what you're doing, and that is what it takes, and it's not easy. It's not easy. You could have went on, you could have went on, made the good money, and keep on doing what you're doing, but you felt a little bit more. Uh, your eyes were open. I'll put it to you like that. Your eyes was open. Absolutely. Um, yes. I'm going to give you an example. I'm very familiar with Lyola. I, I used to live in Rogers Park as well. well I, used to, uh, have the, I love that school. It's so nice over there. That little campus is so cute. And it so is. Uh, it is so cute. I'd be over there in a little glass spot. I don't even remember that little glass place all the time up in there. And uh, where the library is, oh, it was just so nice up in there. But um, when I was very young, in my early 20s, as a matter of fact, the first boyfriend I had out of college was a medical student at Loyola. Hmm. He transferred from Loyola because he didn't feel like he was relevant. <laughs> he just mm. couldn't deal with what Lyella was putting down over there. And so he did get his med medical degree. He got it from uh, University of Illinois. So, yeah, I'm very familiar with Lyella. But it's wonderful that you took the time to to do this because – and how long have you been doing this? It has now been six years. I it's just celebrated my anniversary last week. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful, and uh, a lot of people are, are reaping an award because this, the nursing program is, you know, just from looking outside in, is not an easy program, okay? And uh, to get through it and then get through a, the bachelor's and then get through the, the master's and, you know, keep on going because people do, like, people do a lot of things with it. It's not an mm -hmm. easy program, and I'm sure... Uh, that a lot of people fall from the, the wayside, you know, in doing that. So you're approaching high schools now uh, with your presentation? Yeah, so that actually is something I'm looking forward to um, more in the coming year. But, yes, that has been starting to be the, the effort this year is to start to um, reach out and at least um, 
you know, have principals and assistant principals and deans and those that are just decision makers to at least be aware of what I do. Um, and so to consider for if it's for their um, career day or if they want to have a special program or any of those type of things, uh, for them to be to know that they have someone right here in their own hometown that looks like their students to bring me to them. So since you've been doing this the past six years, have you seen in your particular field any other programs comparable to what you're doing? Not in this capacity, no. Um, I, I believe as far as I can see, I'm the only one doing what I do wow. uh, for, like, being black and, and then only targeting pre-nursing students. So there's different programs out there that um, target maybe people that are pre-nursing students and nursing students, or they'll do pre-nursing students, nursing students, and new grads. You know, there's different mixtures and variations, but I haven't seen anyone um, that particularly targets only the black community um, and then also being black as well. Um, so I am stepping out on faith for sure <laughs> in this effort um, of doing what I do. And then also um, just the way in which I have things set up as well. So a lot of pre-nursing programs and, and efforts, especially for high school students, are really based on just getting like a hands-on experience, you know, going to a hospital, doing procedures, listening to patients, doing different things that are just all clinical-based, which are great. However, um, the, and, and other programs are also looking at things like um, giving them exposure to classes that they can take prior to applying to nursing school, but nobody is actually walking them through the process of applying to nursing school, selecting the right type of school, and so on and so forth, which I do what I do with my programming. And that is so important um, that they have that, and it's, and it's, and it's frightening um, that they've been missing this for ages and ages and ages and ages and ages. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, tell me this. In your experience, what are the most significant challenges uh, and health care disparities in our health care system that you've seen in the black community? So um, this kind of goes back to a little bit to how you, you brought up about, um, you saw something on my website about pe people being where you've been and going where you're going and those types of things. Um, Myself being a black or African-American um, person um, and provider, um, some of the things that I, I've heard from patients say to me is, um, you know, oh, I'm so glad to see you're black. <laughs> you know, that's one thing. Or when, when, they're, when they're being referred for mental health services, for instance, they're saying, well, is she black or is he black or do you know some that are black? So they're looking for their own. Um, I've seen a lot of mistrust and skepticism when it comes to uh, certain directions. I've even had patients come to me for a second opinion for something that someone that was non-black, uh, something that was told to them. They said, I don't know. I, I just I just wanted to make sure, Miss Flowers or Nurse Flowers, I just wanted to make sure because I, I know what they were telling me was real, you know, really true. So I've seen those type of things. Um, 
other things our patients, uh, you know, are saying that um, nobody's ever told me that, nobody's ever explained this to me like that, or they haven't made them relatable. That's a big one, especially like when people um, who are battling things like blood pressure issues, diabetes issues, um, obesity, and they are referred to a nutritionist. They say, yeah, I saw that nutritionist, but I don't need none of that stuff. <laughs> you know, I haven't heard of none of that stuff. They don't have that at my grocery store. So these are the things that I've, you know, been seeing. And then, you know, just overall um, not, you know, having a greatest awareness of how to navigate the healthcare system too. And so no one's taking the time to kind of make sure that um, there could be an easier way or there's more uh, availability of services and things like that. But if, you know, providers are just taking their time to give a diagnosis, write a prescription, write an order, and, and, and go on to the next patient, our patients, our black patients are going to continue to be left behind. But just by taking those extra couple of moments to kind of help lay out the landscape of what their expectations could be, should be, and what they can have available really makes a difference for our black community and our black health. And that's on the real side. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Cassandra Purdue. You're this is CBN Business Journals. To be a guest, give us a call at 773-609-2226. I guess today is Fallon Flowers, the Black Free Nursing Coach. She is the founder and CEO of Nursing Inspired LLC. You will find them at nursinginspired.com, okay? And that's on the real side because in my experience, I'm a senior now, and in my experience, the conversation is different with someone black, and I ain't going to say everybody white who adopted and nurses prejudice. not going to say that, okay? The conversation is different, though. It's very, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do feel uh, secure. It ain't, it's not like black nurses and black doctors don't have attitudes because some of them got them attitudes or some of them, right. some of them too. You know? Yeah, or, the or they're not kinfolk. <laughs> what you say? I said, or they're not kinfolk, right, because all kinfolk ain't kinfolk, you know. So either way, yeah. <laughs> Either way, you know, um, but it does it does make a difference. Um, the communication is different. I'm gonna give you an example, Ms. Flowers. Someone asked me, someone was shooting a film, a documentary about you know one of my friends in his newspaper, and he told me, and he was inviting they were inviting all kind of different. They they flew in from New York and they was doing this and doing that. And all they was interviewing all kind of people who knew him from the past and that type of thing and talking about the paper. So he said, you sh- you know, Chicago's Black Business Network, you should, you should let them interview. And I said, no, and I want them to interview me. I said, because, number one, they don't know what questions, to, because no one in the room was black, okay? They don't know what to ask me. And if they ask me something and I answered they would not understand my. That's how I felt communicating with them. You you can talk to me, but you're not really talking to me, okay? Mm-hmm. And in medical, the same thing. Are you really talking to me? Are you really listening to me? Or you just looked it up on your computer and you just say, I'm going to give you this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to double this and I'm going to do this and do this. Or are you really talking to me? And that's a big that's a big difference right there. 
and the conversation is different. Now, um, and that's just that's based on my experience, and, and yours might be a little bit different. I was in the mm-hmm. hospital this year uh, over in Northwestern. I was there for three days, and uh, now the black nurse on that floor, and some mm-hmm. nursing students came in. A little group of them came in. Now one black nursing student. They were very kind to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, they treated me like royalty over there. But uh, now one black nurse was there. Okay, definitely didn't see a black doctor over there in Northwest. Didn't see a black doctor and no black nurses at all and no black nursing students. You know, the transportation people were, the cleaning people were black. You know, Mm. all this kind of different stuff. But in those particular positions, no. So I'm so happy that you're out there. But these are some good jobs, Miss Flowers. Those are good jobs. And they got to come out here and get those jobs as well. Exactly. Exactly. You know, my uh, cousin's wife didn't go to nursing school to shoes, and she did very well. She did very well. And as soon as she got sixty-two or whatever it is, she retired. But that was some that was some good twenty-some uh, years, you know. But she didn't wow. go until she was forty. So I say that to say, hey, people, not too late. You, you can go. You can go. You can do this. Now, um, I want to ask you. What are the best outcomes that you want to see for your students, the people that you serve? So for my students, um, and actually now I think uh, as you say that, I have, you know, really kind of an um, a, a added thought on that um, as you were asking that. When you mentioned about, you know, the, you know, the person going to school at age 40, um, I do want them to feel confident that, um it's never too late, you know, to go to nursing school, I definitely will say. Um, my oldest classmate was 65 when we went. To, we started our nursing wow. school. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's wow. still working. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's never too late. So never let your age determine, you know, your your success, I'll say, or or abilities. But the you know as far as the outcomes go for the students i really want them to feel confident in that not only have they picked the best schools possible that they could pick in their particular area that they live but also the best schools for them and then uh, another outcome i really want for the students is that um they 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 know that they have put their best foot forward in their application to make it as competitive as possible and overall, my goals with Nursing Inspired are for students to feel prepared, organized, and inspired in the process. Because they need that because it's not an easy track. Now, let me ask you this. Um, when you start counseling these students, they're very young, and, you know, six years of school is a long time. Are you advising them to get the AAs? Are you advising them to keep uh, to to look at the long term goal, the MS in nursing? How are you, or is it an individual thing? Um, so for the students, um, I, I I work with. I start as you know as young as age fourteen, but optimally, uh, my goal is to really wa- work with like those that are sophomores and juniors. And I like to individualize everything that I do with each student that I work with and making sure and seeing 
what is their end goal. So if it's um, a particular degree or a particular specialty, I like to make sure to create for them a customized educational care plan. And that care plan could include things such as looking at even starting off with LPN or the associate's degree or ADN. So I make sure that their plan is as diverse as possible and, and to open their eyes to the possibilities of things that they didn't even realize were possible. So because some people are so dead set on BSN, but maybe for them, there's not many BSN programs in their area. Um, and that's Bachelor of Science in Nursing BSN. So I help pay, uh, students to make sure that they are aware of all of that and, and to not snub their nose or to look down upon a licensed practical nurse or LPN, which is still a nurse, uh, an associate's degree nurse as well, just because um, a lot of people talk about BSN and hospitals are more likely uh, nowadays to hire BSN, that does not mean that your ADN or your LPN is not valid or utilizable. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I like the way that you put that, because one thing about it, when we're looking at careers, uh, if we have the proper counseling and mentors and input and the people around us, we can we can look at it in so many different ways, because there's so many things that we don't know about a particular industry, that and we will never hear about it if we don't talk to the right people, okay? Mm-hmm. That we yep. don't know about a particular industry, that it could go so many different ways. Nurses write. Nurses teach. Nurses do a whole lot of things. They travel. I'm just, that's this little thing I know. But there's so many <laughs> different, for, for uh, all kind of career paths, things we yeah. never hear about and we're not going to have jobs doing it, and we know why. We're not going to have jobs doing it because we don't know about it, we don't hear about it, but there's so many branches to yeah. a particular field and industry, you know. So I think individualizing, that sounds good, and for them to hear about these different options because they might care about different things and they might – Think about different things. They could want to manufacture nurse uniforms and create shoes. Who knows what people want to do, you know? There's so many yeah. different things that they don't know about that they need to know about because it will help them make better decisions. Am I right? Absolutely it will. And as I always say, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And um, that's what I'm there to help them do because, you know, applying to nursing school is not as streamlined as applying to medical school, for instance. It's, it's just so much variability um, and, and the, the many paths to get to, ner- to be a nurse in general is just so varying. Um, and I hate for people to uh, either be overwhelmed or confused or otherwise miss out on the opportunity about something that they didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw one young lady, and you know I'd be TikToking like I'm crazy too. Um, we're talking to Miss Fallon Flowers. She's the CEO of Nursing Inspire LLC, and you'll find them at nursinginspired.com. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, and you're listening, to, you're listening to CBBN Business Journal. And this young lady was on this. She had been a nurse. She was a nurse. She had a bachelor's. About six years, six or seven years, she said she was a nurse. And um, 
she went on to school to be a to be a anesthesiologist. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but um, but he was talking to her about that and everything. Girlfriend was kicking down two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. I'm like, girl, what you say? You know, I'm not gonna go do that now. But if I had known then what I know now, girlfriend <laughs> mm-hmm. said she was kicking down two hundred fifty grand. I'm like, and she like she was thirty five, uh, younger than that. I'm like, girl, get out of here with that. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but that I don't think you'd be an anesthesiologist. I think you need an MD to do that. But maybe she was an assistant or whatever she was doing. It was good. Okay, she was yeah. that. But. Uh, that's uh, so many different paths and so many different things that you don't know about, okay? Right. Uh, now, why is it important for you to do this work alone and still be a nurse practitioner in the medical field? So, um, you know, just like um, in in nursing education, uh, and you, I don't know if you may you know, know about this or not, but Nurses that work in education as nursing instructors um, a lot of times are required to still work in the field. Um, even at the nurse practitioner level, um, even if it's a half a day, you still need to see patients. And um, it helps those educators keep a pulse on what's going on in healthcare and with patients. And I think the same thing mm-hmm. uh, with myself being a nurse practitioner, but also teaching students. I don't want to be so far out of the field where I haven't seen patients in many years and I am behind on what's going on in the healthcare industry because I'm not actually working in it, but I'm teaching them how to get into nursing school. And, and when they're asking me questions about certain types of nursing and industries and areas, I can't answer it. I have to look it up on the Internet. I don't want to have to do that. You know, I mean, of course, you know, I always look things up and help students, you know, for if I don't know something, I'm certainly going to look it up. But I really want to have a pulse on what's going on, and it and it really keeps credibility too in what I do as well. And then, of course, I just love to still take care of patients as well. So <laughs> that's why okay. I still do what I okay. do. Okay, let me ask you this: So, if a if a if a parent were to call you and say, "Miss Flowers, my daughter is showing some interest in uh, nursing in the medical field." What would be the first steps for them? Um, I like to make sure to um, expose the students as best as possible to nursing uh, before we get into some of my programming. So um, I am a um, longtime member of Chicago Chapter National Black Nurses Association here. And so there's a lot of different um, programs that my um, chapter puts on throughout the year, you know, including something like um, National Black Nurses Day that's every February during Black History Month. So I like to make sure to expose those students first um, and really kind of see if that's really what they want to do. And then just break down and ask, answer their questions for them and ask them questions so that they can kind of differentiate and really know if nursing specifically is for them, uh, another allied health type of um, role, or if it's MD, just kind of, you know, helping to kind of uh, clear the mist, if you will, before we get into any of the things that I can offer for them. Because there are different roles, even in medical, that aren't nursing, and we don't know, you don't know what it is they're really going to fall into or get interested in once they're exposed that it exists. 
because they can't be interested if they don't know that it even exists, you know. Absolutely. I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot. Now, um, you have a Facebook page and a Clubhouse page. What is a Clubhouse? Um, so the clubhouse, um, actually, since they changed, I still have my handle at Nursing Inspired, but since they have made very big, great changes to clubhouse, um, I am kind of backing away from that. But I do have Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, and, you know, some of the other social sites and everything that I'm primarily on. Okay. Okay. All right. But, yes, yeah, the now, clubhouse you have, you have I had was... To get in your- Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to clarify a little bit more. So what I had going on um, for the last two years was um, a program called Student Support Sunday. And every week or every other week, I would host a room, a two-hour room, and it would include myself and nurses from all around the United States that were black um, that would be there to support the students. And the students can come in and ask questions about their application process, scholarships, home life, whatever they wanted to ask. Um, myself and those nurses answered those questions until the well ran dry. So that's what we did for the last two years. But since Clubhouse recently made changes where it's more of a recording type of thing where you listen to everybody's recorded messages, it took away the natural flow of conversation and, and ability to really be able to give the effect that we previously did for those two years. I got you. I got you. But I'm sure you served them well those two years, and that's and that's a, that's very important. You know, we have the rules do change; they change all the time. So we have to go with the fluff um, and figure out how to circumvent uh, what goes on out here, and and keep on and keeping it pushing. My grandmother say it's more than one way to skin a cat. So <laughs> when that when some change. Do you figure out how you're going to skin that cat? Because it's, it's always a plan B, C, D, Z. And we just, we just keep on, we keep it pushing, people. We keep it pushing. So what are your plans for the next year for Nursing Inspire? Um, so for this next year, I really, really want to get into schools more. So um, I was, you know, really focusing on having those individual conversations with students here and there through Clubhouse, personal referrals, social media, um, here and there, but I really want to affect more students on math. So the more programming that I can do with high schools and youth groups, I want to do that, but also have more uh, virtual events, um, such as some that I had this past year where um, I was able to reach people throughout the U.S. as well. So although I'm here in Chicago, I really want to affect as many students as possible. So that's really my goal and plan for this coming 2024. I got you. I got you. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you, and uh, I'm glad that we got an opportunity to talk, and you shared a wealth of information, and it's only going to lead to a need for more information and more questions and that type of thing. And uh, but I'm glad I'm glad we were able we'll be able to share this information. And uh, so I'm very excited about that. I knew it was important. I knew it was important when I saw that nursing inspired coming down, coming down my feed. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I like that. I like that. Ms. Flowers, do you have any final words for our audience, please? 
Um, my final words are um, that representation truly matters and um, is really hard to be what you can't see. And so uh, when you are looking for um, advancement in your career, try to find a mentor or a coach um, that has been where you've been, but if possible, find someone that looks like you and who's been where you've been, and they um, can back up what they've been doing um, and, and see their success. You, you can see their successes um, outwardly and not just what they tell you, but what other people say about them. And um, I just want to say thank you to you, Sonia, um, and the Chicago Black Business Network, and I really appreciate you all having me on your podcast, and um, thank you for doing all that you do um, for uh, Black entrepreneurs. I appreciate you as well. This is Sonia Cassandra, Purdue Chicago's Black Business Network. You've been listening to CBBN Business Journals, and I guess has been Ms. Fallon Flowers of Nursing Inspired LLC. You'll find her at nursinginspired.com. Their phone number is 773-609-0649. And we want to thank you for being with us today. If you listen to us for any time, you know, everybody knows that all our shows from the very beginning have been dedicating to keeping the memory of Mayor Harold Washington on the minds and in the hearts of our people. We want to thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Good night, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.